maybe some, maybe all of the past 50 episodes is a big difference from the beginning to now. And you'll hear it. So thanks for listening. We do appreciate your time. Sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 50. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. The KOFB Studio presents Milk Crates and Turntables, a music discussion podcast hosted by Scott McLean with his co-host, Jack Calabrese. Now, let's talk music. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Amanda, for that wonderful introduction. Welcome to the podcast. I should say welcome to the 50th podcast. Of Milk Crates and Turntables. I said it. I usually don't say the name, but uh, I said it. We're streaming live right now over Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, this is this is pretty cool. We, uh, we, we didn't know where this was going to go, where it was going to take us, how long it would last. But here we are. It's kind of a milestone at 50. But you know who's not 50 anymore? My co-host, Jack Calabrese. Oh, I'm still in my 50s. Come on now. Let's be yeah, nice. So am I. So am I. <laughs> All right. What's up, buddy? How did, you, how did you feel when you first turned 50? Didn't even bother. Birthdays don't bother me. They don't? Nope. Nope. They you don't know what? Bother they don't me bother me either. I don't, I don't know if that's a male versus female thing. My daughter hates them. My daughter hates them. My mother hated them. Do you think you feel differently when you hit 60, which is no. what, about, about 15 minutes away? Oh, <laughs> I still get a couple of years to go. No. Again, birthdays don't bother me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just never bothered by them. Like I said, my mother hated them. She didn't, hate, she didn't like them, didn't acknowledge them. My daughter doesn't like them. I, you know, listen. It is what it is. You can't stop it. So embrace it. Hey, you know, like like Bruce Springsteen says in the song Tunnel of Love, you got to learn to live with what you can't rise above. Look at you. Yeah. Quoting the boss. Quoting the boss. I I love that song. I love that song. Are you you a big Springsteen fan? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the biggest but, uh, you know, I like his older stuff. I actually liked uh, his more recent stuff, uh, uh, Girls in Summer Dresses, Girls in Summer Clothes. Yeah, yeah, good, um, too. good too. Yeah, and uh, what was that? That was off The Reckoning? What was the name of that album? This, it was the... Uh, I think it was off of not maybe Magic? No, nah, it was... It, Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I'll check go- it out. Check I'll- it out. Cause I actually liked a couple of songs on that on that album. That came out like five years ago, I think. Though, right? More, maybe Hold more. On, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, girls, girls in their summer clothes. But yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a fan. I I, I liked 
the album Nebraska before the critics did a 180 on it. When they were, I remember they were slaughtering that album, calling them greedy and it's terrible. I thought that that was a brilliant album. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was on Magic. It was on Magic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Nebraska was a be- was a just a beautifully done. Considering it was done in his his, his basement studio, uh, without the E Street Band, I guess what they were supposed to those were demos, and somebody got in his ear and said, "This is an album." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it was probably John Landau who was a, a critic in in uh, for Rolling Stone, guy from the Boston area ended up becoming his manager and was the guy that was really kind of influential in his muse in a lot of ways and also kind of guided him in a number of different ways. He was originally like, um, you know, the the story that's out there is on the River album, uh, Hungry Heart. He had actually written with uh, the intent of giving it to the Ramones. And John Landau said, you're not, no, you're no, not no, giving yeah. that fucking song away. Yeah. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Joey no, Ramone way. wanted a song from him. And he was yeah. going to give them that. They, that would they would have destroyed that song. They would well, have, how come he doesn't sing "Glory Days"? This story, what, what I don't. Mean? I never got the story behind it. He won't sing it live. Like he just stopped performing. There's something behind that song. There's a story there that uh, he he just won't play it. I don't know why. Yeah, Except I do. I do not song. know that story. I'm not a huge fan of that song. Nah, I'm may, not maybe it's. Maybe it's one of those songs that just doesn't, uh, you know, just doesn't play well live. I you know, there are some. No, I think it would. That's a pretty upbeat song. I just think that well, I, I'm pretty sure there's a story behind it that it's, it's not not too good. That he just doesn't want to be reminded of it or something. Who knows? Well, we'll have to look into that and figure out exactly what yeah. the deal yeah. is on that one. So, fifty episodes, my friend. It's gone by quick. 50 episodes over a year and some change. We, we, uh, so I did a pilot episode and just to, that was more of a live stream than a podcast to get my feet wet. I was fucking scared shitless, dude. Cause, because everything I do is live, right? Very rarely do I record anything. I think we just had this discussion a minute before we came on that it would feel weird doing this show recorded without, you know, the, the live audience or the chance of fucking up live. <laughs> Not that we care no, at this point. No, I, I, I think there's something that's kind of magical about just kind of like letting it flow. And, you know, sometimes the conversation goes off the rails and sometimes it's a train wreck when you go off the rails. And sometimes it's magic. I'm actually more comfortable doing it live than recorded. So that's kind of, I don't know if that's, it's not normal. I don't think usually people don't like doing things live. I have said it a couple of times on air and we've, we've talked about it a few times. Look, not for nothing. The reality of it is, is if there was no such thing as podcasts or if we weren't doing this, maybe the conversations wouldn't be as frequent uh, but I think that we would be having these conversations regardless. Oh, absolutely. It would just be a, uh, uh, like, so we wouldn't talk once a week, which we do now. And I, the podcast actually brought our friendship even closer together 
but we would probably talk on occasion and it would be a 90 minute conversation about music. <laughs> yeah. No question. <laughs> it always no. led in that direction. You know? No question. By the way, just because this is where we started the conversation, I mean, all of a sudden we blink an eye and here we are at episode 15. The Magic 50. Album. 50. Yeah, the 50. I'm sorry, 5-0. The Magic Album that we were just referencing, yeah. uh, which Girls With His Summer Clothes, is 15 years old. I thought, I, I was like, yeah. I'm like, that's... I, I, Two, 2000, I 2007. Five, yeah. 2007. Let me see. That that just goes to show you how freaking fast time is passing. Yeah, that one did go by fast. Uh, let's see. So I got some I have some sound clips, right? Well, before you get into the sound clips, I want to ask you about something that's relatively current. Very yeah, current. Go ahead. Yeah. So here we are. It's seven o'clock in standard time. The weather appears in new hampshire is a mild april 42 degrees down in florida i'm sure it's quite a bit warmer but in about an hour once we finish this podcast the girls are being nah. broadcast is that something nope. that you're going to watch? no not at all no, i don't watch award shows anymore no no but but even to see the I, musical I have zero interest i have zero i have zero interest in their fucking political views and their stances in their speeches, this generation is a bunch of fucking assholes. They just want to be heard. They want to be seen. They have a platform. I don't want to hear one fucking speech during a, other than thank you, God. Thank my manager. I want to thank my mom. Uh, I have to tell you, I think that it's very, very refreshing hearing that perspective from somebody that celebrated episode. Look at this. So that so you're going you're, to it with such an open mind. You know what? The 50th episode, and, and you still have Bubba, Bubba. the 50th episode. Yeah. Are you there? I'm, uh, I'm here. Yeah. Am I, am I not like, here? I, 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 Hello? Yeah, you, you're glitching. Yeah. It's this, this is, this plays so into what I'm going to play in a little while. Because you're, you're, you're glitching in and out. Technical difficulties. As usual, no. you haven't had. Are you them in sure a while. it's me? No, I haven't uh, had I, I, them in your, a little while. Your screen is freezing up a little bit, and then you know we have to deal with that. But uh, Dave Phillips just messaged in. No award shows for him either. Uh, so we had. Uh, I want. I want you to listen to this clip. Stop. Stop. I want you to listen to this clip, and. This is our second episode, right? Oh no! Oh yeah! You, you, yeah. you, do, you know what? You know I don't like listening to this stuff. Oh, you're fucking horrible in this. <laughs> I'm horrible. Listen, you'll hear it. You'll Wait, hear man it. how much? How many of the solo shows are we gonna get here? Are we gonna hear? Uh, I only had a, a time getting clips from all these shows wasn't wasn't easy. I got I got some good ones. I just picked out some of the better ones. All right, go I ahead. I have a lot go of ahead. them. But so this go is ahead. From episode two. Uh, <laughs> I think it's bands that lost their lead singer. Yeah. That was the that was the, the first podcast episode. So here we here we go. Just listen listen to this. Where we are now, 
and and before thoughts <laughs> okay so so here's my perspective on it first i agree with you i mean you can't replace michael hutchins Listen you know i mean he was that band i mean you know great looking guy charisma great voice could move on stage oh, captivating God. compelling you know all of that but it, but here's here's the thing you know, he passes away, and then the so band is left behind. That's all those guys know how to do, really. So, you know, they probably have money thrown at them. They have agents that are, are that are you know, thrown at Thoughts? Uh, I, I, the I, audio I just was think, so bad for both of us. Yeah, but, but never mind the audio. Did you hear the brilliance of that response? <laughs> I mean, look, as you had indicated, live, off the cuff, Relatively no notes, relatively no research, but a prompt, thoughtful, cogent response that has really kept this 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 franchise afloat. I just you know look, you know technology aside, you know th- this is really about the brilliance. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Too bad you were too fucking cheap to buy a good microphone. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, that was a that was a dead spot right there, wasn't it? Uh, I'm 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 really sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking Zoom meeting. (laughs) That was a Zoom meeting. Hey, humble humble beginnings. You know what? We sounded we we sounded just a little bit better than that Allman Brothers records that that we bought on records. Ooh, I I agree there. It's like a bootleg. It's it's like listening to um, Abbott and Costello on the radio back in the thirties. Ah, yeah, yeah. It was. uh, It just goes to show how much we've grown. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that, and that's why I played that clip. You had the echoing, but hey, listen, we thought it was the shit. Th- this is the evolution of 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 a podcast, right? Nobody starts off unless you're a pro and you and you already have the equipment and the the know how and the knowledge. I didn't really know what the fuck to do. Like the intro, like it was just so bland and. Uh, it was just, and it was, it was kind of nerve wracking, you know, cause again, we elected to do it live. So there's no editing. There's no editing. Well, and you gotta be on your game, right? Let's be honest. Back in those days, and to a certain extent, even today, we're two regular guys that don't have a lot of training or education in this area. We're not broadcasters. We weren't trained as such. We're not technicians. We're not producers. Yet, on a consistent basis for over 50 episodes, we have brought to the masses interesting conversation. Maybe it hasn't been as shiny and as produced as it should be, but I guarantee you that there are those rabid milk crates and turntable fans (laughs) that only liked the first couple of episodes when it was raw, when it was was raw. Not so, this, not this, not this overly produced, gentrified, hot sauce funded, <laughs> slick production that we have now. I uh, I have learned a boatload along the way. I learned and I, a boatload. And I have, and I have intentionally learned almost nothing. 
Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you learned how to use your microphone. That's all that matters. As you know, I'm an audio, like the I'm a stickler for that. And I'm not, but although I knew you could afford one, I, I I'm not the guy that says you need to buy a microphone. You need to buy a good microphone. It finally came out after 20 episodes. <laughs> Did it take that long? Was it 20 episodes? I think it was about that. Yeah. Well, I had I had another mic to start off. And I didn't like it, so I went and spent the money on this one because uh, Scott, the IT guy, had suggested it to you, and I had been looking at them, and I said, all right, I'm going to get one. You know? So r- right now, are we using the same microphone? Yes, the Shure MV7. But it, is that soon to end? Did I understand that you're actually upgrading again? Yeah, to the Shure, like, SMB. It's, a, it's the... This is like two that's number one there's there's other mics that are better than this these are very good podcast mics but i'm but going you, to the you've, next you've level. also you've also invested in proper lighting as well as a mixing board yes yes i got the roadcaster uh mixing board uh i have yeah i invested a bunch of money a and i've invested money. nothing yeah but i love it I love it. I love doing this. Uh, I love what I'm learning. I've actually, uh, again, learned a lot over the years. So then we... You, 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 okay. Okay. All right. So then we moved on to best and worst cover songs. Again, horrible audio, right? Good information. Good. Now, there's people that have listened to every episode because they they we have good informative, you know, uh, uh, topics and and we're funny and and we, uh, they enjoy the banter and you know the whole line. I think listening back at those episodes though, it's funny how we were kind of trying a little too hard you can see at times we're trying to squeeze stuff in and um it's just the the evolution of this thing is amazing to me listening to the first episode all the way to the 50th um we've definitely come a long way in in our even in our interactions during the see i knew it i knew it see jack jackie jackie jack's gone even at the I see you episode, now. he still disappears. Yeah, you know what it is. It's what happens when you live in the great woods of New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. So then we moved on to uh, best guitar solos, right? Sorry. That was a very pop, isn't it? Is that our number one episode? Is that is the number <clears throat> milk crates and turntables episode? <laughs> are you not? Are you, are you not speaking to me? I'm sorry. Hello. I mean, if you, are you going to keep playing your guitar, or are we going to do a show? I'm sorry. I'm just. You know. How are we going to do this? Tell you what. I'll tell you what. What's that? What's that? No, no, just turn it around. It's, I, I know you like it as a prop. 
There you go. <laughs> Good. Thank you. All right, go ahead, Scott. Say something interesting. So, Did you oh, so know? Now you're going you to try to put pressure on me because I told you I didn't want you playing the guitar. No, no, no. Is that no, where no. we're at now? <laughs> so, you're going to try to like play me? Like, go ahead. Now it's now it's on you. I put my guitar away. Now it's on you, man. Now, what do you remember most about the best and worst cover songs? Do you have Do you have any memories of these of these episodes? Yeah, I think that um, a couple of the points that I had made at the time were some of the worst cover songs, if I remember correctly, was <laughs> I was not a big fan of Guns N' Roses cover songs. I thought that they were terrible. Yeah, Live not, and Let not, Die, Knocking yeah. on Heaven's Door. I'm just, I'm sorry. I know that there are probably people out there that love them, but I just don't think that they hold a candle to the originals. If you're going to make an effort to do a cover song, you should change it, improve it, broaden it in some type of way. And I don't think they did any of that. I think they actually took the cheap way out. It was a great way to get additional radio play, but I don't think that they expanded the narrative, if you will. I, uh, I liked live and let die better than knocking on heaven's door. That's for damn sure. At least live and let die. They, 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 they did really give it an edge. They they had the energy that the song has. They just portrayed it in their own way, or played yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, their own I, way. And I, it doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's like I I love. No, it. no. Look, it's not an easy song. I think it takes a certain amount of balls to be able to cover Paul McCartney in that type of tune. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I would imagine live. And I don't. I don't. I think I've heard it live, but I can't recall. I would imagine probably plays very very well live. And I think I would imagine that people just go absolutely nuts when they do it but it's it's not great no no so our first episode that was february 26th then we move up to best guitar solos that was on march 1st 2021 and that to date is the most downloaded show of ours and i cannot figure out for the life of me what is that why is that song the most down that that episode the most downloaded episode. It's it's it just I, I'm baffled by it. I would there imagine are better that, episodes. Yeah, I know? would imagine that that the title is probably intriguing to some people, and I'm not sure to what degree you're able to look at the analytics on that. But just because people downloaded it, it would be interesting to me to understand how long did people actually listen? Did they actually sit through yeah, the entire episode? You can't yeah. get those stats. Um, but it's the most Pandora. Pandora, it, it's the it has like more than about three quarters of those downloads. It's on Pandora. Like I can see which platforms, you know, Apple, Pandora, Spotify, Google Play, you know. But for some reason, best guitar solos on Pandora is. They they give us the most downloads for that episode. Yeah, is- I mean we we don't we don't want to brag, and I'm not sure that we want to share all of the details of our analytics. You know, we don't want anybody coming behind and stealing our <laughs> you know, our, our our intellectual property. But how, how many hundreds of thousands of downloads was the greatest guitar solos? Two, three hundred thousand, well, four hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, five. Scott, it's just mammoth. Are you telling me it's 500,000 people that downloaded 
the greatest guitar solos. Probably most of the most of it probably downloaded right around Thanksgiving time, so people would have something to talk about. Hey, listen, podcast listening is a funny. Me? Yeah, podcast listening is a funny man. Podcast listeners are funny. I mean, there are, you know, kind of fly by night podcast listeners. Then there are people that just all they do is listen to podcasts and they seek them out. It's, I mean, it's a whole different world, man. This isn't like a radio station where, you know, the music just keeps coming and going. People have to be specific when they play a podcast. So listen, whether they played the whole thing, whether they played eight minutes of it, um, it's an hour long. It's an hour-long episode. Most of our episodes, I think our shortest episode was like 57 minutes. But, uh, you know, that sometimes you get the people driving into work listening to podcasts, and then they pick it up on the way home. I have a friend that does that. Um, sometimes it takes the whole ride home, you know. But podcast listeners are very specific. So I would like to think that it's not just being randomly popped and then move on. Unless they hear your audio. (laughs) (laughs) Even back at that stage. I'll blame you. I'll blame you. I I have to tell you. I mean, you know, look, if I don't have an opportunity to say it for the rest of the show, I will have to acknowledge the effort that you've put forth to keep this thing, not only to create it, but to keep it going is, is just an amazing thing. It's certainly something that I've come to appreciate and look forward to in respect uh, in terms of making sure that we're having good conversations and we're keeping people entertained. But this, this is all about you, man. This is all about you. I can, it, listen, and, and I know we're not going to start this patting each other on the back thing, but I listen, you've, you stuck around for 50 episodes. There's a lot of podcasts that they don't last. They don't last 15 or 20 episodes. Right. So I remember I, I went on this, uh, there was an app for a little while. It was like the hottest thing going and you had to be invited in. It was called clubhouse and you did it through your phone and they would open rooms and you would just go into the room. And if you want and they would have like, uh, like there was a podcast room and you have these two, one lady worked for a podcast magazine, another lady, and they controlled the room and they would say, Hey Jack, you know, you'd hit a button to raise your hand and they would say, hey, Jack, you know, and it's live. And it's coming through your phone, through your speaker, and just like I would talk to you. And I got, I went up, and they call it coming up on stage. So I went up on stage. I think we were like six episodes in. And the, the lady's like, well, you know, we don't usually stop paying attention to podcasts until uh, they do 26 episodes. And I thought of that. I was like, okay, all right, you know. And that was motivating to me. I'm like, oh, I can do 20. We're going to do 26. Like that was one of the things because that's a cutoff. You get a lot of these people get podcast burnout. They get podcast burnout because the time you got to put into it. It 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 is a commitment, and and I do have to admit, I wish that I was in a position where I could dedicate more time to the research. And making sure that we're doing what we do to give everybody a, a, a quality product. And, and admittedly, there have been times where I have thought about, look, I'm just too busy. I'm juggling too many things. And, um, and, I, and I may have to step out. But there's been one thing that has brought me back time and time again. And I'm sure that you know what that one thing is. It's those episodes where 
you've been doing it on your own. <laughs> and much like the time that I was sitting on the beach and looked out into the water and saw a drowning man, uh, I felt compelled to go out there and throw, the, throw him a life, and... throw him a, throw him a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw him I, a life I'm totally jacket. kidding. Hey, man, you don't need me. You got this. As a matter of fact, I want to announce to everybody that this is my last episode. <laughs> You're going out on top, huh? This You're is going it. out on top. I hit 50. Nif- I'm done. Nifty 50. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. My commitment I, is over. I consider myself the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> so then we moved up to uh, best bands of the 70s. And then uh, March 18th, 2021 was our first St. Patrick's Day uh, uh, show, which was a very good show. Uh, we broke out a lot of uh, interesting bands, Irish bands. It was Irish Music in America was the name of the, the episode. And uh, we had our, our back and forth about the Pogues and and Shane McGowan and Irish and English. And, and that's what people like to hear. People like to hear the back and forth, like uh, who's right, who's wrong, who proves the other one wrong. That's part of the little nuances of this show. This Team Jack and this Team Scott. You know, so, yeah. you know, so, it, so wait a minute. Who's, who's Will Smith and who's Chris Rock? Oh, buddy. <laughs> I would uh, try to slap me. <laughs> try it. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, if I go back into our history, I think there's been a couple of times, maybe multiple times where you were considering it. But I'd you were, be probably right. I wouldn't remember you, that. But you, you, you were you were swayed and lulled, <sighs> and and just mesmerized by my charms. And after a couple of uh, world, words from this golden tongue, you would forget all about. I probably was you, drinking you would, gin when I drank you would, gin. You would, it was bad. you would just give me a hug. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, was like, I can't hit you. <laughs> Uh, I think there's a couple of times you wanted to. And by the way, for the record, your brother Mark and Colin were like almost directly in line right behind you. Like <laughs> finally a cracking Calabrese. <laughs> oh, my God. I've wanted to do this for a long time. So then we, we did a good episode. Uh, that I liked this show. It was good music you might have missed along the way. I don't think it gets enough. Uh, uh, attention, I think that the title probably, I, I could change that um, to something more because uh, there is a lot in, in the title that people want to see that it has to catch their eye. Again, the little nuances of podcasting. It's a flip ro- It's a flip world. The thumb is always rolling, rolling. And you have to have things that will catch their attention. That's a little bit of a long name. So, But I liked that episode. I think we broke out some really good stuff that people, and I believe that's when I kind of, well, I, I mentioned uh, Rumor, the girl, the singer. And people actually uh, text, sent me text messages, texted. I hate saying the word texted. Somebody texted yeah, cause, me. Cause I you, hate that. You, you can't do it. People say that, though. Like, yo, he texted me. Somebody like, he tick, sent you a t- text. T- t- somebody t- texted me in, in February. 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 Yeah, the R. Remember the R? It's there. No, hey, l- listen, l- let me give you let me give you my <laughs> I'm never gonna my lose opinion. that argument. <laughs> no, we're not. Let me give you my opinion on that episode. I, I I'm sorry. 
and I will apologize to the audience to, for saying this, but I do think that it's true that I think that, you know, as we get a little bit older, that we are less apt and less willing to listen to new music. So the fact that, that we were trying to, I, I don't want to say educate because it's not nearly as deep as that, but the, the fact that we were trying to expose to people to something that they may enjoy, you know, that they may like would require a certain amount of effort. And, and I apologize for this, but I think that music has become so disposable, so accessible that I don't think people want to work for it anymore. Yeah. Well, and we're, I, and we're, we're and coming not, up on that. We're coming up on one of those episodes that I'll, I'll mention it. And, and you're right. I, I, I agree 100% with you. You have to make a conscious effort now to find new music. Um, cause you can set your playlists now to all the music you like, and it prevents you from branching out. So, and I, I yeah, told you, it, I found it, a it, lot it, of these, I found a lot of these bands or these songs going down the Amazon music rabbit hole. And that's like, you have one song and it says, uh, you may like, and you just start scanning through those and you are going down a rabbit hole of new music. And it leads you in that direction. Cause it keeps you, the algorithm keeps you in a, in a box. Like you like this type of music. So we're going to, you know, and it's, it's different, but it's the same. Um, yeah, but it, but it does, it does require a little bit of effort. I mean, and yeah. I know that you and I kind of go out of our way, you know, podcast aside, you know, just because we enjoy music to the degree that we do, you know, that we will research and listen to things just because, you know, we want to hear something different. We want to be educated. We want to push the boundaries. We like the fact that people kind of respect that we have a certain amount of musical knowledge and, and we feel somewhat compelled to try to keep that up. And sometimes you have to weed through a lot of shit yeah. to be yeah. able to find the gold. And, and you know what? There are plenty of people out there, no disrespect to them. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. They just want to hear what they want to hear. They want yeah. to say, well, they want to hear something that's familiar and comfortable and something that will brighten their day. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're just, we're in a different place. My, uh, uh, my brother, Colin McLean, the, uh, one of the producers of the show, Jack's favorite part of the team. <laughs> he says he 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 hurts me emotionally. <laughs> um, Scott, you actually, know, Col- Col- to- Colin McLean has has never touched me physically. He hasn't slapped me or punched me or whatnot. But the damage he's done to me over the years is immeasurable. <laughs> Um, if, if 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 I could get past the Colin McLean years during my months and months and years and years of therapy, uh, that that's a hill that I'm I'm yeah, here to crest at some point. Try fucking living with them. <laughs> I was constantly ducking, I was ducking. So at least you were at, at a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually he used to rag the shit out of me, and and, and we go around and around laughing about it, but. Eventually, he came around and he started liking, like this is a straight Almonds Brothers guy, you know that you know, old rock and roll, and he he somehow he gave himself a chance to listen to like Public Enemy, Wu Tang Clan, you know Ice Cube, and he actually started liking rap. 
but he's very specific about it though. He's very specific about what he likes. Uh, and those bands, those groups, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, Public Enemy, they're edgy. They're more edgier than others. Uh, and they're more, they're, they have a little harder, harder sound to them. But, hey, he, he went out and he gave it a chance and he ended up liking it. Now he tells me he turned me onto it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but I'll, I'll, t- I'll take that a step further. I mean, I, I don't think that they're harder. I mean, they are a little bit harder than they are edgier. But there's a certain um, in intellect. There's a certain smartness that that goes along with it. That lyrics. I think it's that, all the lyrics. The, the lyrics. Yeah, lyrically yeah. perfect in a sense. And 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 the DJs of the uh, that, that create the beats that go with it. It's just it's why they are who they are. Colin has always been a thinker in my mind, and always been one that's been. You know, critically, it was uh, not an easy wall to break down because you you had to kind of prove it. And that's why he gave you so much shit for so long, because you weren't quite there yet. I did my thing. I was listening to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And people hated that shit. They hated it. Malcolm McLaren, Buffalo Girls. I, I mean, I was always <laughs> listening to that stuff. But, you know, it it it. it, it paid off now i have a lot of useless knowledge that i get to spew out so then we moved up to we had (laughs) is rock and roll dead right which is referenced back to uh music you might have missed along the way when we talked about stuff that people don't go out of their way to listen to and i think in that sense rock and roll is rock and roll dead i just think people aren't going out to find it you know, people aren't really looking. It's there. It's not dead. It's 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 buried, but it's not dead. It's, well, I guess we can call it buried alive. Well, you know, you know. I mean, I mean, is is it part of the mainstream culture and the thing that's popular in the day? You know, at one time, you had uh, big band music that was the most popular, and it was kind of the rock and roll of its generation. And at at some point, it was replaced by, you know, different sounds and and more contemporary sounds that appealed to the younger generations as they matured and as they were part of kind of that that, that median kind of meaty um, purchasing segment of the the population. So you had the big band sound and you had the crooners for a little while. And then you had that old style rock and roll and that evolved into, you know, the sixties and, you know, the sixties with the protest songs. And it it definitely had a different sound and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that made way to the different sounds of the seventies. And even though it was, um, you know, still kind of rock, you know, there, there were some changes along the way. Right. And, um, you know, when you progressed into, you know, the seventies, it moved into disco and, punk and and pop and then you know you got into new wave and you know mtv and things evolve and things change and that kind of makes things interesting and there may be a time where rock and roll may be kind of a niche a niche you know type thing that that is not you know the most popular thing and i think we're kind of seeing that now you know now it's it's really more kind of uh hip-hop and soul music in in country has really come to the forefront we may not like it but it is what it is 
Yeah, but there's definitely groups out there that people aren't finding because, again, it's it's the times have changed. There's a shift in music, just like rock knocked out, you know, whatever came before that. You know, the 60s knocked out the 50s. Although it's yeah, funny, but I mean, you hear the I 60s, mean, uh, the early 60s, there's a lot of leftover 50s stuff. Sure there like, is. You listen to 62, 63, 64, you're still getting sha-na-na and that 50 stuff, whereas we think of the 60s as, like, you know, Iron Butterfly and, you know, Cream and all these bands, or The Doors. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you, you know what, again, I mean, if you think about when, like, you and I were first started, starting to get into, like, rock and roll music, you know, there there was somewhat limited choices. I mean, we had what we had in the in the day. You know, we didn't have... Uh, electronic dance music. We didn't have hip hop. We didn't have hardcore rap. We didn't have death metal. There are a lot more choices out there for people right now. So, you know, it's things are spread a little bit thinner. And do I think that there's always going to be a place for rock and roll? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's the music I love. I think it's the music I'm always going to love, but um, there's other stuff out there. Yeah. But but again, what's that? I, I was going to say, you know, that, then again, you know, I'm like people of our generation, I think the younger generation don't necessarily hold rock music in the high regard that we do. I think they're, it's not that they think that it's more or less important. I don't think they care as much. Yeah. Then we moved on to soundtracks. What's your favorite soundtrack? The Last Waltz. I think we had to talk about that. Is that a soundtrack or is that a concert? Yeah. Album. I mean, it was a, it was a, you know, it was definitely a concert. Like I'm talking like a soundtrack from a, like I know that was a movement. It was a concert movie. It was like a. I you know, loved, I loved American Graffiti. That's a two record set. A lot of people don't know that's a, that's a, there's a lot of music on that thing. Oh, a, a lot, lot of great music. music. Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah, definitely the 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 upper echelon, the tops of what actually came out in the late '50s and early '60s. I that is uh, my, a, 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 a blueprint of those days. I think my, uh, I have two. One is uh, FM, the movie FM. Yeah, yeah. you talked about Unbelievably yeah. good soundtrack. And The Warriors, the soundtrack from The Warriors is actually pretty good. There's some obscure songs in there, but it's, they're, they're good songs. They're good songs. And uh, Paul Taylor said, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's a good soundtrack, too. So it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's a great sound. And even though it catches a lot of shit, The Big Chill was a great soundtrack. Yeah. Never saw uh, that movie. Never had an urge to see it. That, I don't think, you, I don't think you're missing anything, my nah. friend. Just like I never saw St. Elmo's Fire. Never watched Again, any of those kind of. I don't, I don't think you're missing anything. I don't but think I did see anything. Flashdance. That was a good movie. Okay. Flashdance was all a right. good movie. Yeah, it yeah, was far right. fetched, but it was an entertaining movie. She wasn't bad to look at. She could carry the screen. You know, it was a good soundtrack. Pretty in Pink. Yes. Psychedelic yes. Furs and Joe Jackson and Suzanne Vega. You know, there what's was a the lot last of song on that soundtrack? It was the last song in the movie. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess, but I'm gonna say that it's orchestral maneuvers in the dark. If you leave, no, nope, it was. I want to make sure I get it right. 
Um, it was uh, the Thompson Twins. Not hold me now. Nope. Nope. Uh, I want to make sure. Here we go. It is. Here we go. And it's a really good song. It's a really good song. Let's see. Soundtrack. It is. Uh, Why isn't it coming up? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Um, If you could. If you could leave, it's kind of a slow. Here we go. Left to Sandy, pretty in pink, shell shocked. Please, please, please bring on the dancing horses. Nick Crenshaw, shell shocked, pretty in pink. I don't know. I can't fucking find it. Anyways. Dude, you're, <laughs> was, you're having a tough night with that thing tonight. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. But uh, yeah, good soundtrack. The 80s had some good soundtracks. The 80s had some good, some, you know, Fast Times Original Time had a good soundtrack also. Yeah, uh, The Breakfast Club. Yep, yep. And then we went into uh, great song intros. Then we moved to great final albums. We did the fi- the first mixtape trivia. And uh, we moved on to Dark Side of the Moon. We broke that one down. Then we moved up to uh, five favorite albums. That was when we had our first guest, our buddy Cole. He came on. He had some pretty obscure albums. Yeah, he did. Was are you looking for that that soundtrack? I am. Is it on there? Was it Pretty in Pink or was that Sixteen Candles? It might have been Sixteen Candles. That I'm thinking. Uh, wasn't wasn't Sixteen Candles? Um, ah, what was the name of that song? I don't know. I'll I'll have to think about that one. Yeah. Um. Then we had. Aerosmith, we did a whole breakdown on Aerosmith, right? Yeah. Then we did our first record store day. Coming up again, that, April, April, April 23rd. Yeah, I might be, I might be taking a break from them for a little <laughs> while. Might be taking a break. That Alvin Brothers album was very fucking disappointing. And then was the show that I, I went out on my own for the first time. It was, this was in July. It was July 29th, 2021. When I, you weren't here, you were traveling or on vacation. And I did the, uh, the Manchester, AKA the Manchester music scene of the mid eighties to the mid nineties, which was uh, pretty interesting doing it by myself at that point. Cause we had already got into a groove. So doing those, doing that show was kind of strange that I think was like a 40 minute show. I think it was only 40 minutes and I just broke down certain aspects of that, that time in Manchester, which I would have loved to have been there. That was crazy. I I assume Manchester back then was like Seattle in the late eighties, early nineties. I don't think those, everything was exploding everywhere. Yeah, I I don't think those Manchester years get nearly enough credit. They they might not in the States at least. Yeah. They, they might in Europe, they might in the UK, but they certainly don't here. During those years, Manchester university was the number one university applied for by students to go to the, uh, that are going to college because they all wanted to be there. So that says a lot for that scene right there. Yeah. If you want to see a great uh, movie about that, it's a 24-hour 24, 24 party, people. 
that's a pretty good breakdown of of uh, of what that was like. It was it was crazy. Then we uh, moved into the unfortunate and untimely death of Dusty Hill. We did our ZZ Top episode. Yeah, good old Dusty. Yeah. That band yeah. will never be the same. And, and you know what? That streak was broken. They were the longest running band with the original members by far. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, he won't tour ZZ Top anymore. He'll just, I mean, Billy Gibbons no, 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 can no, tour no. on his own. No, 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 no. Uh, they already are. They've already well, they're finishing. Them. They're finishing a tour that, that was started with Dusty Hill. Nope. Nope. They're going on tour again this summer as a package. And uh, apparently, at least what they said is that Dusty Hill said, you got to keep carrying on without me. It's not the same. No, it's not. And although he was just a bass player and he, he, he sang some songs. I won't see. I've saw, I've seen them seven times. I, I, that's it. I, I won't see them without Dusty Hill. It's just not the same. So in the case of bands that lost their lead singer, he was as important to that band as a lead singer would be to another band. I to wholeheartedly me, my, agree. In my eyes. Yeah, you know? wholeheartedly agree. Because he was a very unique bass player. That dude, when, when you saw them in concert, you could feel his bass vibrate on your chest. I mean, that thing was heavy, deep. So then yep. uh, we did our... Uh, talking uh, Van Halen episode, August 12th, 2021, right? And yep. that was when we had the uh, the 5150 controversy. Yeah. Where they yeah. named the album after the studio. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. They named the album mm-hmm. after the studio. So. Uh, yeah. I think, I think you were definitely reaching on that one. Sorry. No, no I'm still sticking to my, still sticking Sorry. To my story. Still sticking to my story. Because <laughs> technically I'm right. Technically, uh, they might have named the studio after the police code, the LAPD code for, you know, crazy person. But the album was named after the studio. So, uh, God almighty. So I think technically I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we covered uh, music. We did back-to-back episodes, the music from 1990 to 1995. And then from 1996 to 2000, the following episode. Yeah. And then we did our Rolling Stones episode, right? Then we moved up to... Uh, if, if I remember correctly, the Rolling Stones episode, we still... We ended that episode with about 30 years still to cover. So, speaking of that, that was the episode. That was the episode where, unlike tonight... You, you 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 came in and saved the day for a little while. And like earlier, we went the total opposite direction. You saved the show. Then and here's here's the cut. It was it was kind of ironic that on our fiftieth episode, you had a little technical difficulty at the beginning. Um, and then then this happened during the Rolling Stone show. It was like thirty five minutes into the show. And now there's going to be some dead air like there was earlier in this episode, but there's a reason for that dead air. And let, let me, let me play the clip. Here we go. Supposedly knocks Jagger over. 
Dead air. <laughs> uh oh. Here we go. I don't know if people can hear me, but Scotch is froze. Scott? <laughs> Scott, where are you? Hello? Hello, Scott? Please call home soon. There you are. This is beautiful. I don't know if I'm streaming. I gotta check. There we go. <laughs> so, da, da, da. for the, I'm gonna edit this out. Scotty, you just turned into a Disney character. You're frozen. This is definitely getting edited out. Oh, so did you. Hello? Hello? Can I so, please speak to Charlie Watts? This, oh. <laughs> Scotty, you just turned into a Disney character. You're frozen. Oh, Jesus. Hello, Scott? Where are you? All right, they can hear me. All right, we're back somehow, some way. So anyways, it ends up. There <laughs> we go again. Uh-oh, Scotty, you are frozen again. <laughs> Hello, do you need me to get my thaw? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> see you are you okay hello uh. scott mclean <laughs> why do you not why, why won't you speak to me scott hello <clears throat> well everybody it looks like our friend down in florida is having a little bit of technical <laughs> difficulties we'll just hang here a little bit and uh, wait to see if he's uh, going to come back. back. The Rolling Stones. Bill Gates actually paid $20 million for the use of Start Me Up for the release of Windows 95. I have to tell you, Scott didn't ask me, but my favorite Stone songs are Oh, Can't You Hear Me Knocking, Out of Time, Jumping Jack Flash, Saint of Me, and You Can't Always Get What You Want. Song that I never really liked was Start Me Up. Never, never, never really got into that tune. It just didn't move me for whatever reason. Let's see if he's texted in. Hello, Scott. <laughs> oh, Scott, where are you? I don't know where our boy is. Maybe he went and listened to a couple of Stones records.
Mark Flynn, little known fact. Did you know that Keith Richards wrote the Go-Go's hit, Our Lips Are Sealed? That is absolutely not true. Nice try, though, Mark. Appreciate it. Anybody else got any comments that they want to make? Come on, send them in. I'm in the show. Everyone can still see and hear you. I love it. <laughs> so I guess this is the time to announce that Scott and I, much like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, have decided to go different ways for a period of time. I mean, let's face it. He wasn't really pulling his weight on this thing. You, know, you had to rely. He got to a point where he had to start going and using uh, – sound effects and putting pinball machines in the back. He just, you know, he just couldn't carry it on his own. So he had to start using props and different things. And it's, it's a damn shame, but you know, when you don't have that much talent, you have to kind of rely upon <laughs> bullshit like that. So I, I, I just don't know what to tell you. So let's see if we can get him on the phone. Call Scott McLean. Here it is. <laughs> hey, Scott, it's Jack. Hey, Jack, it's Scott. I'm fucking the restream died. Hey, we're still alive here. You want to continue doing the show? You can do it from your phone. <laughs> I don't know how we're live because my camera isn't live. Everybody here tells me that I'm still on. So, you know, I guess this is time to tell you that you're not on the show anymore. We've decided we took a vote here and and, and you're out. You did, Look, you did a good job and you took it as far as you could. But we just think that we have to move on without you. So, you know, we we're, this is the time that we're going to announce a replacement. You know, we've we've gotten a, we've got it. We've got a new we've got a new person to take over your part. So we're bringing in Sammy Hagar. He's actually going to play lead. I'm pretty sure I'm still alive. I'm going to go on Facebook and see what's going on there, because this is insane. It's typical, though. It's typical. Did you get cut off? Did you get banned? You didn't play any music, did you? I don't remember you playing any music. No, it's just, uh, I got this, it said something's wrong when you stream. Oh, I'm watching you right now. <laughs> How the hell is this happening? Can you hear it? Playing you on my phone. <laughs> hey Scott, while I have you on the phone, did you know that the first version of Satisfaction included a harmonica and was actually considered to be a B side for Painted Black? Oh, what the? How did you stay on? And I, I, I'm, I'm dead in the water here. So, from what I understand, and I read this in the paper the other day, that Facebook has a new algorithm that uh, be, is able to identify real talent and discard really, you know, no good, no talent wannabe hacks. So, sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> this just ain't right. This just ain't right. Scott, Scott, before, before before we cut you off the show permanently, I need to I need you to I need you to send up all of the cases of free hot sauce that you got because this, this is my show now. Scott, the IT guy, are you in on Scott, the IT guy? 
Pirate Radio. And, you know, I, I, I had him. Did, did he bring me on today on his live just so he could plant the worm in my computer? I think he did. <laughs> I think it's ransomware. He wants $18. Are you not ever getting back on your show? What the hell? Well, wait a minute. It's $18 and two bottles of hot sauce. And a king of Facebook koozie. I tell you, you've never looked better on this show. You're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> it's not it's not allowing me to what the hell? <laughs> this this stream has been about as effective as a Mick Jagger solo album. <laughs> <laughs> Good material, yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. This is, I think this may be the best show that we've ever ever done. Although it wasn't the best show until like 38 minutes and 22 seconds. What the hell? And even before you left, you know, there was a little bit of a blip, and you were like, I'm gonna edit this part, I'm gonna edit this part. Try editing this, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're live, brother. How did you stay live and I'm the one hosting it? And it's not, it, Beast Street was just dead on me. Yeah. Because I don't live so, in a hillbilly state with subpar Wi Fi. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Look at everything. Is, like, it's like I'm looking at a screen that is absolutely insane right now. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, on my, on my part, there's, uh, you know, I can see me, I don't see you at all. There's a, there's no more chat, at least not on my end. You know, I'm I'm still stuck seeing uh, Mr. Flynn's. Did you know that Keith Richards wrote the Go Go's hit "Our Lips Are Sealed"? Uh, I can't. My restream is totally shot. Ah, uh, you it's just totally shot, man. You, you just can't get no satisfaction. Poor little, uh, poor little Scotty. He cannot do the podcast, so he's going to go to. Have a cup of more more milk and go to bed. He's going to go sleepy time. Oh, wait, he's coming back. I see, I see, I see Winthrop votes. <laughs> Best show ever. Best show. Wait a minute. I'm seeing the stats. 2,000 downloads in the past 18 minutes. <laughs> Is that it? Now I'm back. There, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hey. keep me down, motherfucker. Hey, I got to go. Have a good night. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, might as well play the fucking guitar. This show is, this is a mess. So, okay. That was persistence. Uh, it's Radio Gold, Jerry. Gold, that's, gold. Yeah, that's, gold that, that's, Jerry, gold. that's live. And I was going to edit it, and I said, you know what? No. No, I'm not going to edit no, that. Leave it the way that it is. You know, look, you know, I, I think one of the things that makes this show kind of interesting is that we show it all, warts and all. 
You know, there yeah. are times where it flows and it flows nicely and we're getting along. And there are times when I play my guitar and kind of drift off a little <laughs> bit and you get cranky and hey, internal. Said, in, somebody said you were leaving. Dave, I, Phillip, what? I, you know, that, 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 that rumor persists that I may be, <laughs> you know, hightailing it. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of podcast money out there that I am not getting. The, and, so uh, Dave Phillips you know, said. Thank you, Jack. You'll be missed. And then Patty <laughs> replies, uh, Dave Phillips, is Jack really leaving? There you go. <laughs> you got your fans. It could, it, could be, it could be in the very near future, one of the happiest days of your life. The, uh, the What I've been trying to find for the last 15 minutes is the clip, and I'll have to play it next episode. It's the clip of uh, that guy, Flynn Stone, that came on and sang – uh, uh, he sang for us the uh, the Guilty Pleasures episode. And he would sing the Guilty Pleasures songs, and you and I had to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a one and done. He never yeah. came back. He wasn't invited was back. Well, you know what? You know what? There are people that have expressed an interest in participating in the show. It's not easy. You know, to get up here and to kind of create content and to keep things rolling and to keep things interesting is not. It's not an easy thing, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not quite convinced that you and I are actually doing that. Well, if we haven't in 50 episodes, we never will. <laughs> we never will. Um, yeah. Then we did the uh, we did a general mixtape episode, which is where we just kind of. I like those episodes. I like those episodes where we just kind of riff. There's really no particular subject. Open ended questions. A lot of discussion. I think a lot comes out of those episodes. I think a lot of little info bombs. And that seems to be what people like the most. They like hearing these little tidbits that we throw out there. Sure. Um, sure I get that. I mean, you know, but again, I mean, that, I think one of the things that makes the, uh, the, the podcast interesting is, is not a hundred percent knowing where it's actually going to go and having little things that that pop up and taking those little left or right hand turns those are the things that make it interesting it's certainly not you know a scripted thing where we kind of go back and forth or we talk about this day in music what oh that's coming <laughs> don't worry oh and part of that you know part of that uh, uh soundbite i i don't think i got it in but there was a uh, a uh, uh, a did you know from jack <laughs> Jack in that in that Flintstone soundbite there was I there was right before I had to clip it out because I can only do a minute and it was a hey did you know from Jack so we're going back way back so did you know man you're guilty of that of um, course I love love mu music trivia love it so then we went on for the next three episodes we covered <laughs> A Bad Company, Foreigner, Ario Speedwagon, Some Girls, Album, Ginger Baker, Unplugged, The Police, Elvis Costello, The Beatles, Courtney Love, Joe Jackson, Korn, and more. In four, the f next four episodes. We covered a lot in those next four. So that's basically five episodes in a row of just not really zeroing in on a topic I mean, we did a lot on the Rolling Stones, and like you said, we left a lot on the table. But then, back then, we weren't committed to doing a you know a ninety minute show, so I think that's why we left things on the table. And my feedback has been they like the longest shows because they know they're getting everything. It's all about the listener. 
I get it. You know that they're getting mostly everything. You know? I get it. I get it. Then we did uh, <clears throat> Southern Fried Rock. I like that was a good episode. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we yeah, yeah about- you know, you know, it's, you know, it's fun about that episode. I think at the end of it. So we, you and I spent, I, I believe, in excess of an hour discussing Southern Fried Rock, and at the end we. We both kind of admitted, yeah, we're not big fans of Southern Fried Rock. <laughs> yeah, we're not really big fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we like it. I'm not, not a huge fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it, it, it was around um, in the 80s. It was yeah. around. Um, that's when it really kind of, with 38 Special and... You know, bands that, that, that they had what four or five hits in in the eighties. Um, yeah, you know, stuff carried over from the seventies into the eighties. So then we went to talking Woodstock. I like that was a good episode. Sure, um, Woodstock ninety nine, where you you had attended and witnessed the debauchery and the I did the I uh, did. The, the Lord of the Flies syndrome. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was our Altamont. Yeah. Then we talked about uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Um, then we walked into uh, right around Christmas because we were taking the holidays off. I think I did this one um, by myself. I'm pretty sure I was uh, winding down 2021 and breaking out topics that didn't make it onto the podcast. I don't think you were on that episode. Um, but then you came back for the Christmas episode, which was, uh, uh, that, that one got a lot of downloads. That one got a lot of attention. Um, then we did memorable albums and then we talked a little bit about Gary Newman. Then the next show, best guitar, guitar solos, part two, still not as uh, accomplished as best guitar solos, part one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, then we talked about Pink Floyd. And we rolled in the next week to siblings and bands. Then after that, Meatloaf passed away. Right? So we talked about Meatloaf. Yeah, good old that Meatloaf. Episode. Yeah. And then we talked about the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees in that, uh, in that same episode. Top 10 David Bowie songs. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. I think the thing that was fun about that was was not even what we did on the air. I mean, I think what we did on the air was fine, but, but this is one of the cool things about this. And and I so hope that that people kind of get into the rhythm. And there's maybe that we there's maybe there is something that we can do to kind of get to people to uh, to play along. But I mean, for me, you know, the interesting thing about that episode was prior to it, it it, it really prompted me to dig into the Bowie catalog. A lot more than I had, and, and look, I've probably listened to more of the Bowie catalog than than most people, but not to the degree that the like feverish, you know, furious, ravenous Bowie fans that know everything. It was it was really kind of cool to explore and to listen to things that I hadn't really listened to or hadn't really listened to that closely, and to find there's so many gems. I mean, the guy was just so incredibly yeah. brilliant, and I and I think that. Anybody that's listening that has had a cursory, you know, or a casual, um, you know, approach to listening to Bowie, you know, whether it's Changes 1 or Changes 2 and just some of more of the popular stuff, there's so, so much good stuff that's buried in between those popular songs. I mean, it is, it is a, 
just a rich environment for you to play in. You should really get in there and, and take a listen. You're going to be ecstatic when you yeah. hear some of the things that you hear. And I, again, I always say this, I highly suggest people go back and listen to young Americans. That is a, that is my favorite Bowie album. And it is a, it is an album with start. It's one of those start to finish albums, right? I, I, I call those perfect albums when every song on there is good. There's no throwaways. It's such a great album. But then again, Diamond Dogs is a, I mean, the shit he put out in a row is amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're, you're actually proving the point that I think both of us are really making. You know, people talk about, you know, what is the most perfect album? And, and you can make the argument for the Cars' first album or Alanis Morissette, yeah. Jagged Little Pill, or, you know, the Joshua Tree. You know, but but the Bowie albums, there's a lot of perfect albums that just not mainstream popular. It really challenged you a little bit. But if you're willing to take that challenge, you'll be rewarded so much by it. So so much great stuff. Yeah, how'd you like to be the uh, the guy that has to pick the hits that they're gonna take off of Diamond off of Diamond Dogs? You know what I Dude, mean? Dude, I, I I work in the insurance industry. Of course, I want to be that fucking guy. Yeah, but how, I mean. You got these albums, you have these albums and, and you're like, I got to pick three. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Like every song is good, you know? But uh, then we moved on and uh, talked a little bit about the Foo Fighters, little Richard and the Super Bowl halftime show. That was an episode. Then the following episode, we had our second guest. Well, third, that guy Flintstone was kind of a guest, but. Yeah. He was he was a flyby. <laughs> He's never coming back. I'll dig out that that sound clip, and and we'll know why. We'll know why. Uh, we did. Uh, 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 my 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 friend Cynthia Sear came on in, from the uh, True Hauntings and Scary Stories podcast. If you like that stuff, go check out that podcast. It's 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 pretty good. True Hauntings and Scary Stories, and we did some rock and roll ghost stories. Yes, we did. He's just breathing like. Whoo. Well, I, I, I think that was the rock what? and roll ghost stories. Was I on that episode? Or was that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You were. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. absolutely, you were. And uh, then I did another solo show. A lot of did you knows. Then we moved on. Uh, we did the technology and music, which we didn't really finish. There, there was. Uh, we both, I think, had a lot of. Uh, a lot of notes, but I don't know why we didn't get past. Uh, I don't think we got past the eight tracks <laughs> when we were talking about technology. Um, then we did our second St. Patrick's Day show. We did our uh, favorite St. Patrick's Day songs where you 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 wrote me about uh, uh, the Cranberries song Zombie, that it, it's not really a, a, a St. Patrick's Day song, but. No, 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 no. When, when no, you're shit faced, no, no, no. no, no, you, you, no it's, it's whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah, there you go. Whoa. Once an episode. No, no, look, man. You know, again, getting back to the zombie thing, there, there's nothing wrong with that song. What, what I'm saying is that if you're in a room and you got people that are like listening to music and everybody's up and they're jigging and they're drinking whiskey and they're having fun. Zombie is just it just doesn't make my playlist because right. I think it's it's a little bit of a drone. It's a little bit of a downer. 
it's a great song. It's interesting. It's got depth to it or whatnot, but it's not, it's not on my dance playlist. Let me put it that way. Okay. <laughs> and then I did another solo show. Um, Strange Facts and Music Did You Knows, which uh, I, fin- I I actually got to get the rest of technology and music off my plate, and I got to dispense it on that episode. And then last week we went to our Freestyle 49, which was one of our funniest shows of the 50. I, I really, <laughs> that was a good show last week. Yeah, we, I we was didn't cracking talk- up listening yeah. to it. We, we didn't talk much about music, but we had a good time. I'll tell you what, man. I listened to these shows. I haven't listened to the, the, the last one, but I listened to that one, and I was I was laughing myself. Yeah. That freestyle one, I was laughing out loud by myself. That was a pretty funny episode. That was a good episode. And here we are at 50, buddy. Here we are. Here we are what at are 50. The, what do you think? What do you think the next 50 is going to entail? What is it going to bring us? I don't do know. We I have, the, do we I, have I enough content? To, <laughs> do we have enough content? Do we have enough energy? Do we have enough legwork? Do we have enough stamina to carry on and to keep this thing going? Of course we do. It's music. I mean, do, do you think over the next 50 episodes that we will double our live audience to a solid 10? <laughs> Well, again, it's a means to an end. We're not uh, we're not in this for the live stream. The live stream is what keeps us sharp. That's why we live stream it. There's there's no you, you can relax when you're recording and you can just cut and say, you know what? Now nah, let's just edit that up. You can't do that on a live stream. It's noticeable. You can't just cut it out because there's a flow on a live stream that people will notice if there's an edit. And I'm a pretty good editor, and I can't really I can't fix that. <laughs> that's why that that whole rolling stones up the jack takeover stayed in <laughs> you carried it buddy that was i was in i was fucking panicked but i was not giving up i was like no 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 i can't i, I was about to quit and i'm like no 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 don't quit don't quit so that's our uh, 50 episodes this is the 50th and uh, i think we have enough i mean i get the text every monday what are we doing this week what are we doing this week? <laughs> I'd say, okay, we just pull out anything. We can pull out anything. Um, but you know what? Uh, you know what I really like to um, to do is uh, this day in music. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everybody. It was really great. Now's your time. See, so you got to save right. that. I give you this time at the end. Okay. To, to, to just like to just chill and give me some background music and but instead you decided to like do it backwards Dude, you got mad wow that was crazy <laughs> well i was getting irritated you would have known if i was mad i was getting slightly irritated i can't get to sleep on this day in 1965 the Beach Boys went into the United Western Records recording studio complex in Hollywood to start work on a new Brian Wilson and Mike Love song called California Girls. They recorded 44 takes of the backing track until Brian Wilson was satisfied with the results. 
Hey, do you think the David Lee Roth version holds up? No. It's no. pretty good. It's okay, but you don't hear it anymore. No, you don't. No. On this day in 1966, the first session that would become the Beatles album Revolver started in the evening uh, at Abbey Road Studios, London, with the recording of the basic track of a new John Lennon song called Tomorrow Never Knows. On this day in 1967, the first master tape of the Beatles' new album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, was made. The song order on one side, one is different from the final product at this point. Uh, let's see. The last five songs on that side being initially ordered as follows, being for the benefit of blah, 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 blah. All right, on this day in 1968, Pink Floyd announced founder Sid Barrett had officially left the group. Barrett was suffering from psychiatric disorders compounded by drug use. Tortured soul. Also on this day in 1968, Simon and Garfunkel went to number one on the U.S. album charts with the soundtrack from Mike Nichols' movie, The Graduate. The film boosted the, profi the profile of the folk rock duo, and on the strength of the hit Mrs. Robinson, the soundtrack rose to the top of the charts. On this day in 1971, the Rolling Stones launched their own record label, Rolling Stones Records, with Atlantic Records, uh, after their recording contract with Decca Records, Decca Records expired. The first album to be released was Brian Jones Presents the Pipes of Pan at Jujuka. What the fuck? In 1971, it's widely credited with being the first world at mu world music LP. Who cares? On this day in 1974, the California Jam One Festival took place in Ontario, California, featuring the Eagles, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, Earth, Wind, and Fire, ELP, Black Oak, Arkansas, and Seals and Crofts. Over 200,000 fans attended. It's pretty good line. Yeah. On this day in 1987, Roger Waters' lawyers issued a statement that Roger believed himself to be the creative driving force behind Pink Floyd, and there would be, uh, and therefore he would contest the use of the name by anyone else and any former members of Pink Floyd. So that was 1987. So that's when uh, Pink Floyd came out with Division Bell, right? Uh, momentary lapse of reason. Is that what it was? Momentary lapse yeah, the, of reason. The, 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 so they the division bell came out later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put out two two albums post Roger Waters, and it was momentary lapse of reason in the division bell. Division bell, okay. Tort Tort played down in Foxborough in eighty seven, eighty eight, and then again in ninety four, I think. Okay. Uh, it was a sad day on this day in 1998. Wendy O. Wilm Wendy o. Williams, the original Wendy O. Williams, Wendy Williams, former singer of the Plasmatics, died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Williams was known for a wild stage theatrics, which included blowing up equipment, near nudity, and chainsawing guitars. In January 1981, police in Milwaukee arrested her for simulating sex on stage. Later that same year in Cleveland, Ohio, Williams was acquitted of an obscenity charge for simulating sex on stage wearing only shaving cream. That's a great picture. There's a picture of her with that, just covered in shaving cream. Crazy. She was nuts. Wendy O was nuts. Born on this day in 1937, Merle Haggard. 
American singer, songwriter, guitarist, and fiddler. And born on this day in 1965, Frank Black. Born Charles Michael Kittredge Thompson IV. Guitarist and singer with the American alternative rock band, The Pixies. And that's it. We made it through. The 50th is done. Good. Good night. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These things are turning into fucking marathons. You got to be kidding me. Ah, listen night, to you. I got to go to go sleepy. I got to work in the morning. What? It's 8.30. But you it's get up at 4.30. Yeah, I got to get up at 4.30 get shit to do. Come on. All right. Get off the air. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Oh, Thanks for listening. Christ. Jesus. Oh, great. Carl is on now. Now we got to stay on in another fucking hour. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We appreciate your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're the engine that makes this machine run. And uh, doing the show for you to quote my favorite artist, Morrissey, the pleasure, the privilege is mine and Jack's. We will see you, or I'll see you. You're not here next week, right? I am in Nashville this week. You're in Nashville, so I will be doing another solo show. Wait, what do you mean solo show? Why don't you just air this one? I am. It's, I'm only kidding. See? Oh, who's who's irritated now? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, people hate it when you do the solo all right, shows. Good, all right. Good night, everybody. Shut up. Just, Dude, you don't want to give him another Garfunkel week. Come on, you're man. An, you're an idiot. Good night. You.